Hello, and thank you for tuning in to the morning edition of the D1TN5 for Thursday, March 31st. I'm Jack Vaughn. In big chair developments, new Dixie State AD Ken Beezer during his intro presser said, The weight of the traditions of this university and the good people who have been through this university is felt, and to insert myself now in that timeline, I take a great deal of pride in that. I hope to turn the reins over whenever it is to the next person, whoever it is, having fulfilled my stewardship and tenure that I am about to embark on. The Daily Egyptian's Braden Wilcoxon on the AD hiring process at Southern Illinois said, The longer this search goes, the more the interim label seems to fade. It remains there, and both the school and interim AD Matt Kupek himself are insistent that it will not be going away. But after what will be an entire academic year with Kupek at the helm, it starts to look less like he's guiding the ship through rough waters and more like he's piloting it into the future. Samford AD Martin Newton has shifted his reporting line directly to President Beck Taylor and will join the president's executive leadership team. In a letter to Cougar Club donors this week, BYU AD Thomas Holmo said, The invitation and acceptance to join the Big 12 in 2023 presents new opportunities, challenges, and expectations. For some, the invitation signaled an arrival of sorts to a dream destination. While I acknowledge the benefits of our new conference affiliation, let me be clear, a seat at the table is far from the success we seek. Having rubbed shoulders with universities of our future conference, it is clear to me that our overall commitment must be elevated to a new standard, and that commitment starts with me. Holmo wants everyone to level up and notes, We have invested in technologies and consulted with industry experts that will improve transparency, communication opportunities, and unique experiences for our members. There's an exclusive Cougar Club member app where users can leave feedback, receive content, and insights. Purdue AD Mike Bobinski's latest thoughts on NIL. We have gone from a strict prohibition to now being more liberal than any other sports organization in existence. And that's a really odd transformation that we need to somehow, I think, strike a middle ground here eventually. Unfortunately, I think we've proven that we can't rely on ourselves to just self-regulate. Ole Miss AD Keith Carter says, I think NIL has kind of become something that we all hoped that it wouldn't, but we thought that it probably would at some point. The new state budget in Kentucky includes a $90 million general assembly authorization for a new athletics village at Louisville, $16 million for an expansion and indoor facilities at UofL Baseball's Jim Patterson Stadium, and $6 million to replace seats at Cardinal Stadium. Former George Mason Deputy AD Kevin McNamee pins an op-ed on how colleges find their lane on the road to the Final Four. McNamee details the three primary access lanes for schools, one-bid leagues, at-large bids for mid-majors, and the path for the Power Five and Big East. On the second lane, McNamee writes, the margin of error minus a significant external revenue source can be razor thin. Varying institutional profiles coupled with the rising cost of higher education, specifically affordability, can place significant stress on subsidies budgeted to support this level of postseason expectation. 
There's also the reality that pursuing limited bids makes coaching hires incredibly challenging. Unlike the Power 5, there is little monetary room for a hiring error in a 14 to 16 member conference that is fighting for three or four bids. Power 5 programs can afford to make a hiring error disappear. That's not necessarily the same in this lane. Conference revenue sharing formulas also take on enormous importance regarding the total competitive health of all members. Conference success is about lifting all boats. The reality is that minus a very productive non-conference segment, there is little to no path to the at-large bids in this lane. North Carolina assistant professor Jonathan Jensen, Baylor professor Lane Wakefield, and Rollins professor Brian Walkup examine the impact of Power 5 football programs switching apparel partners. Over 15 years, the trio found that switching partners brought in 2.9 million in new funds in the first year after switching, with 1.5 million plus in cash and 1.2 million in apparel and equipment, but had no impact on wins or recruiting rankings and actually saw sponsor stocks drop in the days following an announcement. Thank you for tuning in to the morning edition of the D1TN5 for Thursday, March 31st. I'm Jack Vaughn, and be sure to check in later this afternoon.